the pleasure and the privilege uh, to talk <laughs> Uh, I hope it's not Corona. <laughs> <laughs> it got nothing on me. Uh, yeah, I, tr- I trust that you're strong. Strong as a bull. I've decided maybe I promise you, because uh, it it looks like we just have to be creative, a little more creative than before to beat this thing. Yes, yes. Goko, nice to have you. Happy Tuesday. Hey, Goko, many of us are asking, you know, we, well, sometimes we think we understand, but we really do not. Talking about uh, uh, lucid dreams and and how they differ from normal dreams. Mm, Okay. Um, when you're having a lucid dream, um, it's when within a dream, you suddenly realize that you're dreaming and all your senses are awake, but you're still within the dream, but you're able to, to make decisions and basically control it. So when that happens, then, then you can essentially call it a lucid dream. Is it easy to get to a stage where you can control a dream and uh, channel it the way you want, Gok? No, it's not. It takes a lot of practice. Actually, there's a, a lot of people around the world, you know, that have <laughs> actually companies that teach people how to um, how to dream lucidly. Um, it takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of dedication to get to that point. Um, there are those people that are just naturally gifted, you know, but it's not a lot of them. So it's something you need to decide that you want uh, to do and practice, you know, and do meditation and, and um, sort of program your mind so that you will know, you know, that you're dreaming and then you can get out of that situation if, if you're having stressful dreams ahead. But it's not, it's not easy. Not uh- Talking about uh, controlling the dream, Coco, um, is it easy to decide to control or to just let the dream go to its conclusion because you are curious as to what it wants to tell you? Well, it's it's not easy to decide because most, most people don't even know that there is such a thing as dreaming lucidly, you know? So hoping um, our listeners, you know, from today after listening to us talking about this, they'll know that there is such a thing as controlling your dreams, you know, um, and try and, and, and practice it. Personally, I think it's a great idea to try and practice lucid dreaming because you can get out of a lot of situations in a dream, you know, and maybe create. Um, the kind of results that you want. Because essentially, when you're dreaming, anything is possible. It's where you're a superhero. So if you decide you want to fly, you can actually fly. Or if you decide that you want to become the stars and the moon, you can actually do whatever you want. 
So it's a, it's a great way of feeling in control, especially if you're going through a time when you're feeling like you don't have any control um, in your waking life. Um, you can actually, in your dream state, try to get that sentiment of control and a sense of power. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's quite interesting. I'd love to have that control because I tell you, <laughs> I'd be looking like Dietrich, I promise you. Um, Coco, also, the question around sleep paralysis, um, is there a relationship between the two, uh, sleep paralysis and our dreams, Coco? Um, I think there is. Sleep paralysis is a is a kind of a dream. Um, it's a, it's where, whereby you feel trapped and your mind is awake and, but your senses are not working and you can't move, you can't, you can't scream, <laughs> you can't talk, you can't do anything. Uh, some people believe, um, psychologists, scientists, you know, they believe that uh, when that happens, it's, you're sort of like having a brain fart. <laughs> Or, I don't yeah, know if I'm allowed yeah, to say that. You can say that, But your brain is malfunctioning. Uh, certain, uh, you were dreaming, and then suddenly your, your brain realizes that you're dreaming and tries to wake you up, but a, a certain part of your brain, you know, um, doesn't tell your muscles to move and all of that, you know. Um, I don't know how true that is, but in my experience, um, if you have recurring sleep paralysis, it could there could be external forces at play, you know, especially if it's recurring, you know. And the only way to tell um, the difference between the two is if you can get someone else who has the sight, you know, uh, to look into spiritual things to verify that there is actually an external cause of you experiencing the sleep paralysis, then you'll know that it's not in your mind or you're not going crazy. Uh, because there's also the, the question around sleep paralysis and the position you assume when you sleep. Most people yeah. would say, don't sleep facing up, you know, you know, with your hands to your sides as if you've given up, as it were. Assume a particular <laughs> position, maybe on your stomach, on your sides, then that helps you avoid sleep paralysis. Is, is, that, is there any truth to that, Coco? Uh, I wouldn't, uh, yeah, I wouldn't confirm that personally, you know, um, because, uh, because um, I, I'm going to bring in another topic. I don't know if people know about uh, having an out-of-body experience. That is likely to happen if you're sleeping Facing upwards, but with sleep paralysis, it can happen. It can happen if you're facing on the side, lying on the stomach. It can happen like <laughs> any time. So, um, the best the best way to deal with this, I've uh, discovered, is that you can put maybe um, um, a white cloth under your pillow, you know, uh, or maybe cover yourself with a, a, a white cloth or a white sheet. You know, and that will help you balance your energies and just ward off any external stimulants, you know, uh, that may disturb your dreaming process or try to sway um, to uh, that 
paralyzed state. Uh, but it happens. It happens whichever way you're sleeping, it can happen. Yeah. Oh eight nine one one oh four two oh seven SMS four one three nine one at a cost of one hundred and fifty. You can uh, tweet us at SFM Radio using the hashtag SFM Sandwake if you have any dream that uh, you want Coco to look at and uh, to help you um you know unravel and explain and understand and act accordingly. Coco in terms of relationships, hey when Coco why do we meet people why is it that we meet people and we suddenly feel that we've seen them in our dreams and does it mean that these people are our true love? I think people should be very careful of that thing. I always I always tell people that just because you saw someone in your in your dreams, uh, it doesn't mean that that person is your true love. Because dreams can be manipulated by people that can manipulate energies. It's real. It can happen. You know, um, if you feel if you feel strongly about a certain person that you've seen in your dreams, and, and maybe you you start feeling like they are the one, perhaps go to someone or some people that can see into spiritual things, you know, and 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 ask, you know, if what you're seeing is is, is what should happen or if maybe you should really be with that person. Some, uh, some of us have someone to verify what you're seeing. Some of us have used that, Coco, as a cheap pickup line because we couldn't say <laughs> anything better. I dreamed about you. You me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I dreamed about you. Maybe you and I should go out on a date. And, uh, because I dreamed about you and then, if you and then you feel like so so special. No, <laughs> I, I think people should be very careful about... about Because um, I, I know of a few people that that um, went on and married and married certain people based on the fact that they saw them and it didn't work out. Like, but you are woke up, they sent me this person and then this person is cheating and is, and is, um, is cheating me. I don't know how I got it wrong. Yeah. Best to confirm. Best to confirm so that you don't get yourself into a situation where, you know, you're regretful and then they there's heartache and, and all of that. That's to confirm if the person that you're seeing is really the one, if you, if you believe there is such a thing as the one. Um, yeah. Coco, 18 minutes past uh, 4 o'clock. We have Anonymous on the line. Good morning, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. Good morning to you and thank you. Coco is listening. Coco is listening. So goes on, I'm uh, I actually had, I don't know whether it's a last dream, if I may call it, wherein after having a problem at work with my line manager, I actually filed a grievance. Funny enough, just a day or two down the line, I was waking up by a dream where I saw myself preparing for work. And I was about to 
take off to work, taking my work laptop, it just fell apart. You know, I had drives, it dissembled itself, and I couldn't just pick it up. So I thought maybe there was a connection. Could there be? Go, go. Tawaza. Tawaza Anonymous. Um, I think so. I, I think so. But please, please believe me, I'm not really one of those people that would say, hey, some, someone is reaching you or something, you know. Um, the laptop obviously represented your work, you know, and your spirit guides were telling you that there is a possible uh, danger or uh, misfortune that is going to befall you in your workspace, you know. Um, because because you didn't see the, the person in the gym, you cannot just assume that that they were doing something and it, and it was because of them. You can just you can just assume that your ancestors or your guides were telling you that you need to be careful about the possible danger that is going to befall you in your work situation and leave it at that. So, Coco, you would uh, would you suggest that uh, during that time, or maybe two, three, four days after the dream, the person should tread with caution and just observe? Yes, yes, yes. definitely observe and not uh, and not uh, jump into conclusions. But also, but also, if something like that happens, or you see something like that in a dream, it's best. If you are the kind of person who prays or who knows how to communicate with um, the spirits or, the, or their guides, it's a good time, you know, to whip up, uh, to take out your paper and talk to your guides and ask for protection, you know, and a, a quick resolution to the situation that you saw happening, whatever it is. Yeah, on the Malum Tala Gogo, eight nine one one oh four two oh seven SMS four one three nine one. Cost is only one hundred and fifty. Uh, send us your uh, WhatsApp messages or voice notes oh six one four one oh four one oh seven. We have Uko and Domiamanzi who has who has uh, quite a number of hats, actually. Coco does uh, quite a number of things. You might want to uh, chat to her later on in detail about other things. And then Nigel in Mossel Bay in the Western Cape uh, says on WhatsApp, I just want to ask Coco, I was dreaming of a healthy baby. She was so healthy and happy in the dream, and the dream made me feel good, Coco. What does that mean? It, it sounds like a beautiful one. Hmm, yeah, lovely. Um, that that particular dream meant um, the baby was on its way. Definitely a prophetic dream. But I just wanted to say that um, when your guides or your higher self uh, makes a point of um, making you notice your feelings, it's really about uh, taking note of how you felt, you know. So because he's, he's saying that he felt good, then it's, he should know that it is good, you know. Because the spirit is telling him that, you know, it, this is a good thing that's going to happen um, in, in future. Wow.
Wow, so it, it's a positive thing. Also, treading with careful, with caution, not to be overly excited, Gogo, would you say? Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. You know, um, a, a conversation I, I had just recently with um, a friend of mine that, you know, uh, sometimes blessings can be foretold in dreams, but there are entities or forces out there that can prevent you from actually manifesting, you know, whatever it is that um, is coming your way. You know, you've sort of attracted or the universe is trying to give you. So if something good has come up in your dreams, please, please make sure that you start praying and you do upasa, you know, and ask your angels, you know, to manifest it in your life. Because often you see, you see money, you see uh, promotion, you see good things in your dreams, and a lot of people don't manifest because it was almost there, but then they lost it, you know, in that last minute. Sure. Coco, sometimes it depends on how people are gifted in terms of helping yeah. people interpret dreams. Um, you find sometimes you share your dream with somebody, but what they explain to you is actually the opposite of what you saw in your dream. Yeah. How, how does how does one work around this? The thing the thing is, um, it's best to to be very picky about who you tell your dreams to, you know. Because you cannot assume that every everyone wishes the best for you. So if you are feeling like the, the message um, was important that was delivered to you, it's best to go to someone who actually has a gift and they can interpret the right thing because they actually do that for a living or they have some sort of prov- proven, you know, gift to interpret dreams, but just avoid asking your friends or your colleagues, you know, just avoid being open about what you see because not everyone has the ability or the gift of interpreting dreams. Yeah, people will tell you, hey, I've got experience. I've had this dream as well, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. Hey, these are the people who throw us uh, in the felt because then we go with what they say only to find that uh, we end up in disappointment, Cock. Yes. So be very careful, be very cautious um, who you tell your, um, your dreams to. Um, I, I, see, I, I see a lot of people on social media, you know, they are just so, like, desperate to like, put it out there. Someone, does someone know what this means, anyone, can anyone help me? Please don't do that, you know. Ask, ask a healer, it's fine to ask someone, you know, who you see has the gift, it's fine. You'll get quality answers. But if you put it out there, then you've only got yourself to blame. Yeah, Coco. One last dream, Coco. When people find themselves flying in dreams, mm. When people find themselves airborne, um, looking at various places from a distance, and when people dream of them seeing people who can't see them, 
Okay. Uh, should they be worried? Um, flying is, is a very good thing in a dream. Very, very good thing in a dream. Um, often, it means you have very um, high upper dimensional energy. By that, I mean... Yo, that energy. sounds very scientific, Goku. <laughs> I'm going to explain, explain it. So, unomoya. You know, it's unomoya. Yes. So, or the Holy Spirit, you know, um, in the East, they call it chi or prana, you know. Yes. So, when you're able to soar um, um, in your dreams or in your visions, then... Um, it's a good time. It's a good time to start praying because your manifestational powers are off the charts. You know, wow. um, some people, some people that have the gift or the ability to see the future or to prophesy, often they start by seeing themselves in a flying in, in their dreams as one of the signs that they have the site, you know, uh, but it's not often the case. Um, there's other signs as well that you'd have to see to be sure, but it's one of the signs that you have the site, you know. Um, whatever, whatever or whenever it happens, it's a very good time to start, you know, pulling inwards and finding out from your guys, your spirit guides, what is happening, why are you having those dreams? You know, why are you flying like that? Um, but then also, if you, if, you see, if you see people that are not able to, to see you, um, usually it often means that you, in your spirit, you are out, you're having a, an out-of-body experience, and you are walking around in your spirit form, and you are experiencing things that you would normally but. You are in spirit, so umoya. You are physically, spiritually there. Umoya. So, yes. Umoya. So, umoya. <laughs> is very, very um, complicated, you know, to understand. Yes. But then when complicated things start happening to you, it's uh, best to talk to people that know about these things and, and not assume that you will understand on your own. You know, consult, read up on it, do research online, and find out what you can. Absolutely, absolutely. Gogo is a blogger, a writer, a foodie, and an entrepreneur, human guide spirits. How do we get hold of you, Gogo? Um, you can simply send me a WhatsApp. My number is 64 4285. You can check out my blog. Um, uh, the address is gogondomiamanzi.blogspot.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Ndomiamanzi. You can check me out on, on Facebook, gogondomiamanzi. Um, also on Instagram, it's gogondomiamanzi. Gogo, stores, city, agwande, kubandabatala, gwande nagini koko. Thank you so much.
at Gokon Dombiamanzi on Twitter. You will find Gokon, of course. Uh, she's on uh, blog. She's on. She's a blogger on Blogspot. Oh six four oh double one four two eight five.